Hey, besties. I know I missed an episode last week, but we've got a special episode to talk about tonight. We're bringing in Josh from the Twist My Arm Network from Marvel Canon Mondays. And also, he is part of the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch that I do with him. And he's got his friend Moltar, who is a big, big, big Mortal Kombat fan. So we're going to talk this brand new Mortal Kombat movie up. Uh, We're going to talk about all the little details. We're going to talk about the fights. We're going to talk about the storyline. So please be aware, there is going to be some spoilers going on. So join us. Uh, This is going to be a little bit different. This isn't my typical best flicks. There is going to be a fair amount of profanity. There's going to be uh, some kind of gory depictions, descriptions, etc. So I just want to be very clear about that ahead of time. Otherwise, if you're excited about this new Mortal Kombat movie, I'm sure you'll be okay with a little bit of gore, a little bit of extra profanity. So let's get into it. Best Flicks with Ricky D, joined by Josh and Moltar. We're going to call it Best Flicks with Buddies. Oh, man. So what was the last... Okay, no, Mortal Kombat came out fairly recently. There was like Mortal Kombat 11, right? Yeah. Okay. MK11, I think, is about two years old now. All right. I think the last one I played was on Sega Genesis. So Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I still have those somewhere. Oh man. So I I signed up for PS Now uh recently. Just Kylie wanted to play Peggle. And so I was like, okay, let's get I'll get PS Now. I'm pretty sure it's on there because it was a PS3 game, so I'll get that. That sounds like and, a, a sexual position you could Yeah, it's <laughs> look, Peggle. man, I it's a really fun, addicting game, but it doesn't sound the best for sure. But anyway, no. so I signed up for it and as I'm searching for Peggle, I see Metal Gear Solid and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just play through Metal Gear. Played through Metal Gear Three, and yeah, <laughs> he's got. Peggle is the on only game I play on my work phone. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, she loves it. She absolutely loves it. I she, we have two, and she played through all. She like hundred percent of the game. It's one of the only platinum trophies I have on my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I saw that, and then today I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat is on PS now. So yeah, it it was Mortal Kombat Nine. And uh, I feel like that was a reboot, wasn't it? Didn't they yeah, kind of? Because fans were a little upset with um, what they did with Mortal Kombat versus DC. Mm. And uh, I can't remember what the other one was. But yeah, MK9 was them like going back to classic instead of like the 3D version where, you know, you can 360 around in oh. the arena and punch people through walls and stuff like that they wanted to get away from that and go back to the original okay yeah and they they started going to that during was it deadly alliance yeah i think and that was ps2 days uh the first one to actually do the 3d was um oh mk4 four yep yep that's right and that was with like some of the shittiest voice acting oh and the worst graphics yeah (laughs) i mean it was it was cubitsy it was Mm -hmm. But that's when they started with the with the 360 degree like vision. You can you know go around the the arena and then kick somebody down to the next arena. Right. I do kind of wish they would keep the multi level um, arenas, like punching somebody up to the next sure. stage mm-hmm. or down to the next stage. If if I remember Mortal Kombat one and two correctly, uppercuts were basically the focus of what I was doing playing that game. <laughs> I just hunched down, wait for somebody to walk near and. <laughs> Yep. 
that's how 10 year old Ricky played. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like for me, it was always, I have to learn the combos. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, uh, I also have Mortal Kombat 11 on my Switch. Was I telling you about that last night, Moltar? I think I, I can't remember if I was or not, but I bought it for Switch because it was like hella on sale. And so I get it. And it's it's fun until like and I'm watching the first bit of the cinematics, you know, and it's super cool until it goes from cinematics to fighting because it's like it's like reverse Thanos snap and like all the pixels are catching up to the characters. Yeah, and like loading on the switch because the switch doesn't have the power that other systems mm-hmm. do. Yeah, like, so it was rough, like but it's fun. Even but, my kid, Jesus. he's got the uh, the Mortal Kombat mobile game, and okay, it definitely does the it does do the same type of thing where it's trying to like catch up with the movement because it seems like the movement's going too fast, but it's it's not all the time with that. And I've done the mobile Mortal Kombat, but it's just do you have to connect a controller to your phone or can you actually play it with touch screen no touch screen yeah they they have stuff now like you can get sonic 2 on your mobile yeah and it's like flawless because the the joystick on there or the the d-pad is really really good with the touch screens now yeah he has that one and that's it's super responsive yeah it's like playing on a sega exactly exactly and it's just it's like clear buttons on the phone and the screen's like right in front of you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool what they can do with the phones now. That's a lot of games that annoys me. Yeah. Like just having your, your all the controls on the screen and you're like, well, what am I missing? Right. And I, that's, I mean, that's, you know, first world problems. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I hear you. Um, so we watched the new Mortal Kombat and... I just watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation a couple weeks ago in preparation Garbage. for this, and Garbage. yeah, uh, I did. I did post a thing on Facebook that just yeah, that movie is just man. It was great when I was a kid. I still have the DVD of it, and I loved it when I was a kid. But like now, uh-uh. oh, okay, I've got a game for us. Okay, what do you think that Mortal Kombat Annihilation is rated on uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Twelve <laughs> percent. Uh, six percent. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve divided by six is two. So, (laughs) yeah, I got like ten minutes into that, and it was just, I was like, I no twelve divided by ten. I can't do this. I'm I'm, I'm dumb. Yeah, man, it was it was rough, but I got through the whole thing. I mean, I was playing video games, watching it, and just kind of laugh. I'd look over, be like, oh, that's that's funny, but. The soundtrack was pretty flawless in yeah, those old movies. The soundtrack was good. I mean, coming from like a diehard Mortal Kombat fan that I am is that movie is just absolute dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you. So speaking of that, we have Moltar with us. I'm sure there was an intro or something. I don't know. This is this is kind of an impromptu show, but um, you are a Mortal Kombat super fan. Oh yeah, as I like to say, <laughs> uh. Mortal Kombat to you is as Star Wars is to me. So we figured we'd do a fun little special episode about the new movie that came out for Best Flicks with Ricky D. Best Flicks with Ricky D and Co. Should we do that? <laughs> as a special? Oh, yeah. Know. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for like coming in and hanging. Oh, yeah. Talking some, some Mortal Kombat. Better than being at work. 
There you go. Those that watched the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch and did the live show with us um, for the season finale got to see the mask that you made mm-hmm. for Kylie and I. We, we came out listening to the Mortal Kombat theme, had the masks on, yep. and then we had to show off the trophy because that thing is badass. Is that so, recorded? I do. I would like to. It is. That. It is recorded on. Uh, it, it, if you just go to the Twist My Arm Facebook page, you can find it or YouTube page. You can find it there. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we uh, we had to show it off, man, because that that thing was cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm even got mine. Oh, nice. <laughs> and Which I made it a little too big, but yeah, whatever. but Moltar still, made that statue, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah the trophy statue. Mm-hmm. Very. I cool. get bored. <laughs> I make shit. That's something well, you need to do with your boredom. I, I yeah. mean. You threw a Mortal Kombat party. I th- I mean, I threw a Star Wars party for Force Awakens. Kind of the same thing. I did not yeah. go as hard as you did. Like, <laughs> this fool over here made masks for everyone. Everyone at the party had a mask for a Mortal Kombat mask, which was sweet. Yeah, le- 11 masks made in four days. And then and then he had these trophies for, for the trivia that we played. And... Uh, and it was it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of Mortal Kombat. The the soundtracks were playing. We were you know drinking a little bit of a hooch, and uh, just just having a, having a good old time with with some Mortal Kombat. So I'm excited to dive into this movie a, a little bit. We're not gonna go crazy about it, but um, yeah, man. What do you? I want to I want to get your thoughts on like as compared to the original, the 1995 movie. What are what are your what are your thoughts of this new one? Do you do you think it was better? Do you think because look, I'm a diehard fan of that old movie. I loved it. Um, as cheesy as it was, I still think it holds up to this day. I don't care what you say. <laughs> that movie was fun, and it. I don't. I don't know. What 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 do you what do you think? What what was this one for you? I do, I, I think in present circumstances the first one will always be top notch for a B flick. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. For yeah. For the new one is top notch as that can easily explode into its own cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Like a blockbuster kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking the same. And yeah, like I said, I mean, the 1995 version is always going to be, I mean, that's that's the original. It was great. It's what they had to work with. I mean, because Mortal Kombat, the game itself, was only re- released in 1992. <laughs> right. So I think calling it a top-notch B-movie is a great way to describe it. It's It wasn't, they didn't get the funding. It didn't get the uh, necessary, everything it needed. Oh, yeah. But it was great yeah. for what it was. I think it's a great way to say it. Well, like, like even in the uh, the quiz that I made, um, there's a lot of questions about, you know, just how long and how many people it took to make the first game. So you take that and even times that by two, I mean, to 1995 standards, that was, that movie was <clears throat> possibly an issue for parents like, Oh yeah, it's violent. <laughs> and then we watched it, you know, watching it last night. We're like, Jesus Christ, it doesn't even this touch what 95 did. <laughs> yeah um like 95 was tame for that for a mortal Kombat movie i mean you punch goro in the dick and he falls off a cliff <laughs> sorry spoiler alert if you have not seen mortal Kombat from 1995 what are you doing with your life i mean it's kind of <laughs> hard to spoil something that's 26 years old 
and also just just in case there's probably going to be some spoilers for the movie that just released yesterday so i what best flicks comes out normally on sundays mondays so yeah i would say if you haven't watched the new mortal Kombat yet do it do that first and then come back and and listen to best flicks with it's also yeah i appreciate that it's like an hour 45 like movies mm-hmm. are really creeping into the two hour plus range lately. And that hour 45 makes it a little easier to latch on to. Yeah, it was it was a lot more bang, bang, you know, and and just went from one thing to the other. And like, yeah. plot point, action, plot point, action, 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 plot point, action, you know, and it was it was a fun, fun ride for sure. Oh, um, yeah, I was like with. I mean, are we jumping into spoilers already? I mean, yeah, we gave not? a spoiler warning, so <laughs> yeah. If if you haven't seen it, I mean, I can understand if somebody either doesn't have the money or doesn't have HBO Max. Right, I can get that. But if you have seen it, awesome. Yeah, and and, and if not, I mean, this podcast will be online for you know like ever. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, do not listen anymore. Go watch it and yeah. then come back. Um. But, like, the inclusion of some characters that fans have been, like, diehard fans of the games have been, like, can you please bring them back? Like, they brought in Natara just out of absolutely was it Was nowhere. that the flying one? That was, yeah, the, yeah, the, the vampire, the chick with the, the bat wings. And what, what is she from? Uh, she's from MK. She's from Deadly Alliance. Okay. And they had her in Armageddon. And uh, okay. she was only in for two games, and I don't technically consider that two games because Deadly Alliance. Everybody remembers that for the for the uh, the conquest mode, and conquest was great. I mean, one of the best things. I really wish they'd bring conquest mode back. And then Armageddon was kind of just a let's throw every damn character that's ever been made into just a jumble. Yeah, I, but, I just but wasn't was... wasn't Armageddon the one with the open world? Mm, Armageddon had an open world too, but it was not as good as Deadly Alliance. Armageddon had like every character ever made, even like the shittiest ones like Suhao and <laughs> Ashra and all those other pieces of shit. I mean, that's I why even, in I don't M- even know. <laughs> well, that's why in MK11, like Aaron Black will walk in to the scene and he throws a duffel bag down and Suhao's head rolls out. Oh, that's everybody who, okay. fucking hated that character. Okay. Um, that's interesting and that's a that's a fun fun way to do that for yeah for the fans yeah and but when they brought in natara i mean that was definitely like a holy shit moment because even fans for mk11 are hoping that we would get somebody like ashra back to or sorry not ashra um natara back for the combat pack three like a downloadable character yeah because i'm Full I, up on I knew my she downloads. looked familiar. I knew she looked familiar. Yeah, I'm and... full up on my DLC characters. Like I even bought the 1995 skins for MK11, <laughs> which is Raiden, Johnny Cage, and Sonya. That's awesome. And they actually brought in uh, Christopher Lambert, who played the original Raiden in the oh, first movie. They wow. brought him in to do the voice acting for the skin. That and it's so awesome. That is great. okay. Uh, speaking of voice acting, it kind of felt like there were some snippets of dialogue that came right out of the video games like the come over here and fatal it sounded like it was exactly out of the game so fun fact like with uh uh because kung lao does the flawless victory Mm -hmm. 
And Kano wins. Yeah. <laughs> Kano wins. You fucking beauty. Um, I mean, Josh Lawson did an amazing job as Kano. And um, he was my favorite character. Yeah. He was a great character. Movie. I mean, he talks so much shit, and that's exactly what Kano is. That's, that's he talks all the shit in the world. <laughs> yeah. Everything he can it. say to piss you off, he's going to say it. Yeah. Um, but like with the get over here, the actor, and I, I'm already spacing his name, who played Scorpion for the new movie, um, he wanted everything to be as true. And he's the one who actually did like 90%. Um, Hiroyuki Sonata, he, uh, he actually, I guess they said he did like 90% of designing the costume because he's japanese and he said he wanted this to be true samurai of that era which is absolutely amazing because scorpion i mean i'm ride or die for scorpion Mm -hmm. and uh so the beginning the first fights at the beginning were very samurai like japanese culture fighting style it was really cool i loved what they were doing in early fights because the time period when sub-zero meets scorpion which again you know, I, I saw so much that they were like, oh, Simon, uh, Simon McCoy didn't change anything storyline wise of the lore to to like keep up with today's demographic. But he kind of did. And that's just one part. I was like, eh. yeah, um, didn't you say that it wasn't Sub-Zero that killed no. his family? Well, and and here's the thing. If you're going because we were just talking about this outside yeah. and, and if. You said that originally in the first Mortal Kombat game, the first one, they did say that Sub Zero had killed yeah. Scorpion and like the family and all that stuff. Yeah. But then in Mortal Kombat Four, mm-hmm. is you what Quan Chi comes out and he's like, surprise! Yeah. Actually, I did it all. Yeah. Because <clears throat> Scorpion eventually finds out that I mean that's what the beginning of one, two, and three was all about was sub-zero killed scorpion's family they're mortal enemies for life and then they introduced quan chi and mk4 and with the introduction of him they're like oh well actually it wasn't sub-zero everybody was kind of brainwashed to think it was sub-zero and quan chi actually came out saying that he's the one who killed scorpion and his entire clan and family of the shirai ryu and that he wanted to make Scorpion as beaten down as possible to become a slave for um, for Hell and um, the Nether Realm. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? What, uh, bringing in like glimpses of the Nether Realm and Outworld. Um, we didn't get to see what is it, Edania? Yeah, uh, Edania. Or, yeah. or um, there's one other realm, I think, isn't there? Well, there's there's so many realms. You have the Chaos Realm, Chaos, the Havoc Realm, or not Havoc Realm, sorry, Chaos Realm, the Order Realm, Nether Realm, Outworld, Earth Realm, um, Edenia, Edenia, and there is one more. I'm, the Void. Now I feel like such a piece of shit for not knowing. <laughs> but I do. I, do I believe barely even recognized most of those were in the movie. Like now, well, they're not in the movie. Those- those are just no, the no. different realms in the whole there lore. Were, there were a couple yeah. that were shown, but a couple. But they had realms. Nether Realm, Outworld, and Earth Realm. Are you thinking of Earth Realm as the other realm? 
because I, I think there was we a didn't total, mention that. <laughs> I, I think there was a total of eight realms in the lore. And see, and I remember that from Armageddon when you'd go and you'd have to go meditate behind somewhere in Adania to get the bonus character of Luke Kang. I just I just remember yeah. running around in all these different realms and and how much fun that was. It was the best. I really wish they'd bring like a conquest mode back. Story mode is great. Yeah. But when you just have that open world, it's so much better. And fans have been asking um, another realm yeah. and WB. They're like, can you please do like another um, another deception type? Deception. That's the one that I keep thinking about. It's not Deadly Alliance. It's not Armageddon. Oh, yeah, it's you're right. fucking deception. deception. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Because that I, I think that one, I and I told you, that's like my favorite Mortal Kombat game because of that. Of the conquest mode. The conquest mode where you're running around as whatever character you are and you... Yeah, I, I love um, that. Shujinko. Shujinko, yeah. yes. And then you become an old Shujinko and he's kind of a badass. Oh my god. Like I memorized <laughs> when we had Shujinko, I memorized his 32 his... hit combo. Dude, and it's nuts too. Yeah. Uh, yeah so anyway, anyway. What what do you think of the aspect of or the the prospect mm-hmm. of these new filmmakers bringing in all these other realms? Who like who would you want to see from these other realms cuz there's a lot of characters. So like let's say Mortal Kombat 2 they bring out pick a realm character go the chaos realm which would be the 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 cleric of chaos which would be havoc i mean havoc was a he's a goddamn beast the chaos realm is strictly made for absolute chaos i mean these guys are basically walking corpses they can rip off their own arms beat you to shit with them and then just pop it back in they're designed not to feel pain. They're designed not to give up and not to stop. I mean, in the comic books, Havoc has a huge, huge, humongous part with um, Jarek of Adenia, who wants to be, he wants to be a, a, a god. So Havoc tells him, oh, you got to do this. You got to go get, you know, Quan Chi's amulet. You got to go get the, um, the blood dagger. You got to go get all this shit and Jarek does it and turns out the shit that havoc got or the shit that Jarek got pretty much like melts his body it <laughs> eats him from the inside out which is all so part of Mortal havoc's Kombat. plan to um this was part of havoc's plan so he could rise to power mm. and then he gets his head completely kicked in and squished it's just skull shards and brain fragments <laughs> And you see him die. Quan Chi kills him. You see him die. But if anybody was to able to get a piece or anything of him back to the Chaos Realm, he will just regenerate. Because that's what the Chaos Realm does. Okay. So here we go. I got I got all the realms up for you. You got Earth Realm, Outworld, Adania, Order Realm, Chaos Realm, Nether Realm, and Dream Realm. Yes. And they do have Nightmare Realm, but that's non-canon apparently. So. Yeah, the Nightmare Realm was more so more so like a call out in the comic books. That was never really mentioned in the games or any movies. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, so I did say Earth Realm, Outworld, Adenia, Earth yep. Realm. I think, I think we missed Dream Realm. I missed Dream Realm. Which is fine. Son of a bitch. It sounds like a Stephen King. Six book. realms, not eight. <laughs> 
Um, oh yeah, so, uh, nightmares and dreamscapes. That's one of his. Uh, that was one of his books. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was. That was one of his short story books. I think. <laughs> yep, I have the hard copy and the soft copy on that. One. Yeah, Ooh, I so read good. so much Stephen King. Well, that's like my, one of my favorites King. was what is it? Dolan's Cadillac. Nah, I didn't read that one. Yeah, that's that's in Nightmares and Dreamscapes, and they made that into a movie. I think it was I think it was Sean Penn. Hmm. I don't remember, but it was a kind of a short movie, but it was just as brutal as the story. Nice. It was good. Um, what was your favorite fight scene? Yes. Of this, there we of go. this movie. There's gotta, so many, right? Yeah, I gotta go through. It was like, like a tower. I feel like this movie was like the tower in Mortal Kombat, where it went through each different you know, blah, 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 versus blah, blah, blah. And oh, then, you know, it starts at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. And then it's like, who's next? And then it's uh, Sub-Zero versus Jax. And then... <laughs> See, the Sub-Zero versus Jax, I mean, it was good. It's, it was a little short. But, I mean, yeah. you're fighting somebody with superhuman powers and he freezes your goddamn arms off. What do you mm-hmm. expect? Mm-hmm. I really liked one of the first fights with Scorpion where he tied his dagger to that rope. I the thought shuriken. all of the, yeah, the shuriken, uh, all of the chain fighting in this movie was oh. really, really good. Oh, top notch. Um, and a, uh, let's see. The, especially that, that first one where he's like whipping the chain around his neck. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just like over his back and yeah. through a head. Yeah. It looked man. like really <laughs> realistic physics too. Like it actually yeah. looked like there was a weight on the end of a rope and he was throwing it. Well, and they doing, can, it they can actually like people that train with that kind of weapon can actually do that kind of shit. Right. Oh, hundred percent. See that. That's awesome. That, that was actually <laughs> one of the forms of martial arts. I wanted to learn when I was a kid. Because of Scorpion? <laughs> because of Jackie Chan, actually. Oh, okay. Jackie Chan, he did so many of the, just using um, anything and everything at his disposal. Mm-hmm. And Pretty I remember, awesome. what was it? I don't remember if it was the first one or the second one. I believe it was the first one of Shanghai Noon. He yeah. put a horseshoe on the end of a rope. And he was yeah. doing the twisting. Oh, yeah. And Hell yeah. But yeah, like, I was like, I want to learn that shit. And yeah, that never happened. Okay. But it's still cool as hell. Yeah. Um, probably my favorite fight. Uh, I mean, it was definitely a, a, the Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. Because that's... The first or the last one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, uh, reading all the, the stuff on Google, they were saying Joe uh, Joe Taslim, who played Bihan, they had to tell him multiple times, slow down. The cameras <laughs> could not keep up with his movement. Because, awesome. I mean, he's a trained fighter. I was going to say, all of these guys are trained fighters. Yeah. Like, everyone that had a scene, I think, right? Yeah. Um, of I course, mean, they had stuntmen and stuff. But for the most part, they were doing their own yeah. fight motions and stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, uh, Louis Tan, who plays Cole Young, I, I do believe he's a trained MMA fighter, or at least a very high high belt in mixed martial arts and karate as well i wonder if he gets beat a lot and that's why like they went and watched him fight and they're like he is he's our punching bag that's who we need for mortal Kombat." right (laughs) um people who i would love to see in the next one i mean obviously the end of the movie where he's like what are you going to hollywood for not for (laughs) who and then you just see citizen cage and it's johnny cage a i would love to see johnny cage 
because fans were so pissed that he wasn't in this movie. They're like, what is Cole Young supposed to be Johnny Cage? And I was like, no, there's no way in hell. Um, and uh, I would love to see Johnny Cage. The person, there's two people I heard of that they're actually um, looking to cast to be Johnny Cage. And one was Chris Pratt, which <laughs> I think what? would be kind of a good cocky Johnny Cage. Yeah. I mean, you take you take his kind of shit talking and childlike demeanor from like Parks and Rec. But he's not a martial arts. They got to find someone that's actually the movie other magic, person, Josh. Right? Movie magic. The other person that they have in mind, which I thought I hated this guy when I first saw him. He's a wrestler from the WWE. I hated him when Stone I first cold. saw him. No, <laughs> <laughs> I hated him when I first saw him, and then we actually watched like his. I don't know. It was probably on like MTV or some shit, <laughs> but like actually seeing him as just like the normal person and not the spectacle, the wrestler is the Miz. They're actually thinking about casting the Miz to be Johnny Cage. And I think he would play a phenomenal Johnny. Cage. Hmm. I have no idea who that is. I got to look mm -hmm. him up because I don't, I haven't watched wrestling since like 1993. M I Z. Yeah, the Miz like oh, look, like the Miz said, Johnny Cage. <laughs> I fucking hated him when he first came out, but I'm like, he would actually be a pretty badass Johnny Cage Here because he he's got that cocky demeanor. He's definitely like the heel. Oh wow, he is Johnny yeah. Cage already. He's definitely like the heel for wrestling. Like he he's totally Johnny Cage. Wow. Okay, that's that's a good move right there. If yeah, I were going, if I were gonna bring somebody from WWE into Mortal Kombat. It would be Mick Foley with Mr. Sacco. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> there, there was another guy. I mean, there was there was actually two people because um, Mick Foley had Mr. Mr. Sacco, and then there was, oh God, I can't remember his name right now. I'll definitely have to actually have to pull that up. Uh, he had the mannequin head. Oh my god! And he oh. would carry that with him all the time, and it always had some weird thing written oh on its forehead. <laughs> um, um, I wanted to cut back to the fight scenes <laughs> real quick. Um, and uh, I think my favorite fight scene, and it's only because of the the fatality, and it'd be I'd have to choose between yeah. I'd have to choose between Kano versus Reptile. Or Kung Lao versus Natara? Yeah, the Kung Lao versus Natara was definitely a badass scene. And it was his fatality from, from MK11. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> throwing the buzz, the hat to turn into a buzzsaw down on the ground. He didn't ride who he was pushing into the hat in the no, game. No, but still... I mean, he curb stomped your head into his spinning hat. But this was <laughs> fantastic. It was a little bit better i feel like yeah because he and man and you can see it too i i love the cheesiness of this movie but the the like graphic cheesiness of this movie yeah. you know it was like a it's like a bruce campbell type of movie with oh, the, 100%. With the gore. like when jacks popped that guy's skull like yeah it was gruesome but it was also a little bit hilarious yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was um the popcorn aspect was that, was of Rako. yeah no. Is that who that is? Jarek. No, Jarek. I don't know who that guy is. I, I that is actually the actor from he played um Yeah, but what like game is he from? 
MK4 as well. Yeah. He came out in MK4 and he was part of Adenia. He was supposed to be um he was I do believe Reka was actually married to Sindel. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that's Reiko. Okay. Okay. Here, he was supposed to be go. like the prince of Adenia or something. Uh I'm pretty sure but I'm I think he was or no, sorry, Jarek. Jarek was from Adenia. Um, oh. But he was, yeah, he's Reiko in the movie, and that's actually the actor who played um, Rictus. In oh, Mad Max, Mad Max. Fury Road. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Mad Max. I had a little right, baby I, brother, and oh, he yeah, was he's... perfect in every way. <laughs> he made, like, a, uh, when they made, they made the Mad Max video game for Xbox One, and it picks up after Fury Road, which is... I mean, total segue and totally off topic. It was just fucking amazing because they're like after Morton Joe dies and then you have Rictus and this is his other brother, mm. which I guess was ran another one of the camps like the bullet farm or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, See, this is this is the guy. Al Snow. Uh, oh, jumping okay. back to when we were talking to about Mr. Sacco and Mankind, Al Snow, he always carried a mannequin head with it. okay okay um gosh and where else where else do we go from here um what what was your uh gosh what was your initial impression of like when they announced this movie because i feel like a lot of people were like oh good another mortal Kombat." were you stoked or were you a little more like shit this could really fail <laughs> 100% stoked, never had... I mean, in the day and age we live in, in the world of everything's a goddamn reboot. Mm-hmm. God, yeah. I mean, even Rob Zombie right now is talking about rebooting and making the monsters. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I love all your other movies, but go fuck yourself. S- please, somebody make something original. So somebody good. have a normal so thought. Good. There are original movies out there, but you have to dig for them. Yeah, I mean, we've we've definitely found a lot of those original movies. Like, I mean, growing up, my thing was IFC. Mm, IFC mm-hmm, always had mm-hmm. some of the weirdest shit, and mm-hmm. it was great. Um, when I heard that they were remaking, uh, I'm not even going to say remaking. I want to say properly making a Mortal Kombat movie. I was I was so stoked and. I followed it from the day they announced it to the release day of who the hell's going to be in it. Yeah. Where is it being filmed? What are we looking at for? Are we going to have fatalities? Are we going to have this? Are we going to have that? Who are they including? Is it going to be rated R or PG-13? Well, they said that uh, Simon McCoy was like, we've pushed this thing so far that it is on the brink of NC-17. And that's, I, I find that funny because I don't think it was no. as bad as some of the other gore fests out there. One of my favorite gore fests, because I, I do believe, I mean, I remember it being said that it was banned for like five or seven years in the U.S. was um, Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. There was a copious amounts of blood. I mean, he shoots his severed hand in the wall and it's like somebody opened a fire hydrant of blood. Hmm. And that's why during that scene, the blood turns black and goes back into the wall. Oh, my God. Because if it was going to stay red, they couldn't release it. They couldn't have it in the U.S. Interesting. 
so they actually had to change the, the color of the blood to black interesting I but not really like recognize violence and gore as a reason to go all the way to r there's just something i've seen all the war movies i've seen everything although then again why should two f words put you in the r rating it's just that i it's an easy metric for me to memorize but mm. gore seems like a weird very it's difficult to decide how much gore takes you from pg-13 to r to nc-17 I think this kind of gore, when you see Goro's intestines spilling out and people's <laughs> brains flying around, I yeah. think that's but it's what comical. takes you from PG-13. To, yeah, you're right. But it's really ambiguous. Com- it's, I mean, it's like, yeah. there, I there are that's, certain that's movies, like, <laughs> I've watched some pretty fucked up shit, uh, like, like Cannibal Holocaust. We grew up in the Rotten.com era, so yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, 100% Rotten.com. Uh, what? Do not Faces go to rotten.com if you're listening to this. Do yeah. That's... <laughs> and if you do go to that immediately, <laughs> if, immediately after you go to rotten.com, go to uh, um, two girls, one cup. You'll love it. <laughs> All right, well, this whole thing's getting shut down now. <laughs> <laughs> Demonetized. Um, oh my God. But like, like the amount of gore, like, especially in movies, it's, it's definitely comical because like with Mortal Kombat and the like the ES ESBR rating system, hmm. ESRB, it, ESRB, <laughs> ESBR, whatever. Um, I mean, like definitely with that rating system, I can understand something having to be from mature to everyone. I get that, but there's definitely a huge disassociation when you're going from seeing fake characters in a game. To, to a live action quote unquote real characters in a movie i'm like it's still fake and it looks like the design team who makes the the fatalities for the game they have to be the same assholes who made the fatalities for the movie because it is like perfection it looks <laughs> just like you're watching the damn game like how you see like when natara gets cut in half you see the brain you see the stem yeah. you see the skull <laughs> it's, it's all- like holy shit is did you guys just sample this from the game itself <laughs> Or all the guts falling out of the forearmed guy. That was yeah, also Goro. Yeah. Goro, yeah. And again, I mean, it's it's so comical. One of my all-time favorite movies, which is, I think to this day, still technically ranked as the goriest movie ever made, was made by Peter Jackson when he was still when he was making horror movies. It was shot in New Zealand. Of course it was. And he's known for, like, two of his, like, anybody who's a fan of Peter Jackson. I mean, yeah, Lord of the Rings is great. But I prefer his horror movie debut, which was Bad Taste. Oh. No. (laughs) Bad Taste. Bad Taste was really good. That was totally, like, a trauma, like, Toxic Avenger-esque kind of gore. And my all-time favorite, which was Dead Alive. And Dead Alive is the stupidest, goriest... (laughs) funniest movie you've ever seen it's got to be a zombie movie totally okay it's a zombie movie uh spoilers if you haven't seen it go fuck yourself (laughs) well nobody Uh, has apparently (laughs) oh i (laughs) have a copy i'll let you borrow that do you okay oh hell yeah Um, i'll watch it it's it's totally along the lines like you would almost think this was like a sam raimi type thing okay okay totally peter jackson uh like really bright red blood oh yeah kind of stuff okay oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> and a super funny movie, over you know, 
there's a priest who just comes out and says, I kick ass for the Lord. And totally just, just the weirdest, um, just the weirdest type of movie. And everybody turns into a zombie because a infected monkey, uh, bites an old lady. And yeah, I mean, he comes in, he bursts into a house and starts chopping up zombies with a lawnmower strapped to his neck. And there's a zombie baby that gets put into a blender, which is pretty fucking hilarious. A zom- oh, wow, that's that's rough. No, I don't think anybody would ever feel bad for although, this baby. This thing looks. Although like... I feel like I've seen something like that before. Yeah, maybe I've seen this movie because I feel like I've seen a zombie baby get thrown into a blender before. <laughs> I'm gonna totally steal a line from Deadpool. That baby looks like Freddy Krueger fucked a geographical map of Utah, <laughs> a topographical map of Utah. Sorry. Dang. Um. Man, what what else? What else I've we got? got Ricky? Question. Yeah. So the descendant of Scorpion, what was his name? Yes. Cole Young. Cole Young. Okay. When he started developing his arcana or his chakras, which is what I kept calling it. Chi. I called it Chi. Yeah. Uh, So is he supposed to be becoming Scorpion? Is he becoming a different character? I, I don't know enough about Mortal Kombat to know what he was developing into. So Cole Young is, I mean, he's, he's just a new character for the movie. Okay. I mean, we, we, I mean, you definitely have to have the, the protagonist for a movie and it, it is kind of cool that they're actually bringing in somebody new because any fan of Mortal Kombat will tell you there's been new characters added every single game. There's always somebody new. So for somebody new like this to come in, I mean, if you are a diehard Mortal Kombat fan or, you know, you're just a regular fan of it, it's totally acceptable to just have somebody new coming in. You're like, oh, this dude might be a badass. And Let's check out his moves. But being a descendant <laughs> of um, of Scorpion, A, I mean, it just means that the Shirai Ryu blood is still alive. B, he's not going to become Scorpion. Um. Because Hanzo Asashi technically is still alive, undead, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I he's mean, just in the nether realm, which. Well, yeah, he's again, a servant of hell. If they bring the realm travel into play, then he'll be able to come around, which they already did. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he, he's still technically a living entity. in the loosest form of the word, a, li- a living entity, living being. Sure. Um, the with Cole Young, you know having the same bloodline of the Shirai Ryu, that just means that the legacy can live on. It's He's not going to be a scorpion or anything like that. Okay. I almost thought he was going to be Takeda, which was... Takeda? M- sounds like a food. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's from MK... MK10. MK9, MK10. Um, he's actually Quan Chi... Or not Quan Chi, Jesus. He's Kenshi's son, and Scorpion trains Takeda in the Shirai Ryu order. And Scorpion or Kenshi are like total like, what's up, bro? You know, they're they're, they're like family. Okay. So. Like those other two characters that were in the movie, the flaming fists and the frisbee hat guy. Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah. yeah those whoever are cousins. they were. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was a little upset how Kung Lao died. And I was a little taken aback by that. But every Kung Lao from every Mortal Kombat game is a descendant of the previous Kung Lao. So there's going to be another one? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wonder... Uh, sorry, if I could ahead. go back to uh, Cole Young and his superpowers, 
I didn't know what his powers were. Like he got this weird suit of armor that kind of absorbed damage. And he got yeah. the, you know, the two fighting stick things that I don't know the name of, but I couldn't I recognize he wasn't shooting lasers from his eyeballs. He wasn't, he didn't have flaming punches. He didn't have, you know, what, what was that power he was, he developed? What was his it's, chakra? Fuck if I know. It seemed I like mean, a Black okay. Panther power where the suit yeah. kind of absorbs the damage and then he could use that because it seemed like he was taking in the damage and then he used the uppercut to yeah. like, Goro was like, oh man, that, that kind of hurt a little bit. And then proceeded to get done roll dirty. I think Goro and Kung Lao got like kind of screwed in this movie. I, I feel yeah. like I wanted to see more Kung Lao in the next movie and even more Goro. I mean, so in the original storyline, didn't wasn't Goro the original champion of Mortal Kombat and they had to beat him? Yeah, you in Mortal Kombat 1, you had to beat uh, you had to beat Goro. They didn't introduce Shang Tsung was loosely in MK1. Um, but in order to become the champion, you had to defeat Goro. Okay. And so in this, I feel like they kind of took out that whole tournament aspect now. Now it's more going to be, I mean, they, they. Yeah. I mean, but I think with the movie, with how they did it, is it's going to lead to the tournament. So that's just an opening for the next movie. So the last movie will be the actual tournament or something. Uh, well, right now they said if this one if this one's awesome and this one makes what they're hoping and expecting, they have a contract for four movies right? to come out after. And I am, if, if it comes to fruition, I will be so happy because I know so many people who are Star Wars fans. I've seen the first one. That's it. I've seen the Mark Hamill one. You're not my dad. Uh, seen that. And that's about it. The first, the first trilogy, the first, like- the first movie. Oh, okay. okay. Like a new that's hope. all. Yeah, yeah. All that's right. all I've seen. All right. well, of, I mean, that's of Star Wars. That's fair, though. I mean, everyone has their niche, you know. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, my thing growing up was not. Uh, I didn't really get into the whole sci-fi thing. There are a few sci-fi movies that I do like, but yeah, I didn't really get into sci-fi. My stuff was like the westerns and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, that's totally at least the Mortal Kombat lore and stuff kept going for the last like 20 uh, since what 93 or 92 1992 when they first released the game on Mortal Monday. So 30 years now. Yep. I mean, Uh, 30 and that's 30 32 33 years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's straight too. It's not like Star Wars where they came out and. 70s early 80s and then waited 15 years to come out again and then waited another 15 years to come out again yeah and then had all this you know convoluted stories coming out like it's i don't know i feel like the the mortal Kombat well story has kind of stayed pretty straight you know what i mean they've they've kept it somewhat pretty consistent because i mean you had the games and then you had the comic books and you had the cartoon and miniseries and then you know you had all that i mean i'm I think it's pretty safe to say off topic. Sue Howe of Mortal Kombat is the Jar Jar Binks of Star Wars. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um God, I I really uh what what would you obviously you've seen all the movies. Yeah. So and 
There was Mortal Kombat, more combat, Annihilation, and then miniseries and stuff like that. Where would you rate this movie on your like rating scale of Mortal Kombat? I would say like out of all everything Mortal Kombat, where would you put this? As far as let's say, as far as lore, I would say just as far as entertainment and like how much you enjoyed it, like. Because, I mean, you, you play different Mortal Kombat games. I'm sure you yeah. enjoy some more than others. Like, And I would even put like in movies. So, for instance, Deception for me would be my top Mortal Kombat content ever. And then I would put this movie right below that. And then I'd put the... or Sorry, I'd put the 95 movie right below that. And then this movie right, right below the 95 movie. So my top three Mortal Kombat um, pieces of media would be that. Deception, MK95, MK21. So mine would be, I mean, if we're going to do a rank system. Um, I know, right? It's tough. I'm MK sorry. MK1, <laughs> 2, and Ultimate 3. All-time tops for the games and MK Deception. And MK11. That's going to be my rank for the games. I did like MK4 because of exactly how shitty it was. <laughs> like the story was dumb, the acting was dumb. There was another Mortal Kombat where they actually had the cutscenes were um, live actors. Oh, the acting was the Yikes. acting was so shit. I'm sure they did everything in like one take. Right. Probably. I mean, you can actually find the bloopers of the MK live action cutscenes from the game. And you see the dude dressed as Quan Chi. I mean, he he's a pretty convincing Quan Chi for like real life, and it's fucking garbage. I, I feel like this movie had a lot of cutscenes from the games. You know, like when they'd introduce themselves, they would have some quip, like they would do in the game. Like they'd walk in and be like, "Oh, you're not worth my time," or whatever, or like Kano fighting reptile. You know, he has his his quips and stuff. Yeah, like when they first, when it's kind of like duking it out, they have some type of shit talking. Yeah, and then they start fighting. Yeah, totally MK11, MK10, MK9, and I yeah. I, I did like that. Um, but yeah, uh, game rating wise, one, two, three, four, deception, <laughs> MK11, and then. Would you put any movies in there, like as far as content, like Mortal Kombat content? Would you put any of the movies in between those, like that you enjoyed? More uh, like, like, well, would, I, like, would you put this movie at, at the top of the list? Is this like your favorite piece of Mortal Kombat content? I I don't think I would. God, this, see, that's so hard. I know, right? That's like saying, "What's your favorite Star Wars?" Like um, you can only pick one. It would be the Thrawn Return series the from yeah, the nineties. It would be the the Thrawn book series from the nineties. Where uh... yeah, see that's that's. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say <clears throat> I I'm gonna create a subcategory because the first <laughs> one would definitely be the games because that's what I grew up with. Okay. Um, second will be. Fuck it, two subcategories, whatever. <laughs> Second's definitely going to be the comic books. I mean, the comic books are fantastic. They're overly graphic, and they really dive into so much storyline. Did and, uh, did this movie have anything to do with the comic books? Did they bring any sort of that lore into it at they, all? Uh, yeah, they definitely did, because it was the game first, and then they started adding a lot of the... Then they kind of picked it up with the comics in between games. 
And of course, I mean, the lore is going to be what Ed Boone and John Tobias had from the beginning. And um, the lore is just, it, it just continued. I, I do like how the, I mean, I don't know if you would call it a graphic novel, graphic novel. I mean, it is definitely a comic book. And um, I mean, the storylines were great, just, but it would, they, they would transition so often between, oh, let's see Havoc storyline and let's see Raiden and let's see mm. every character you can think of. And the subcategory second place would be the comics because, I mean, their storyline <laughs> was so good with, with keeping up and expanding the lore and then sure. subcategory for the movies again the 1995 film awesome for a b flick annihilation i don't even own wow. because it was so shit wow they bring in shao khan as just a just a dude he's <laughs> just a man he has nothing yeah to do with what shao khan is which is half man half dragon which I believe is the Shokan race. And yeah, that was, was garbage. Bad. He was pretty bad, for sure. So for a B flick, 95. For a holy shit, this can expand into a universe, 2021. Okay. Which is kind of funny because the WB has been looking for an expanded universe they since need Marvel something. came out. Yeah. And, uh, they, I think they finally nailed it with this Mortal Kombat thing because they could do a lot. They could do some spinoffs with characters and they could do, you know. Oh, my God. Well, um, I guess the actors who played Kung Lao and Liu Kang want to do a sp- They've already been in. Um, they've already been talking about doing a, uh, a Shaolin Monks <laughs> spinoff, okay. which is fine. The game sucked. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. I mean, the story mode was kind of cool, but the maybe, game. Well, maybe they'll sucked. maybe they'll do like what they did with Detective Pikachu because that game sucked too, but the movie was pretty cool. See what's, I mean, I, yeah, I I collected the cards as a kid. I mean, every kid did in the (laughs) 90s and early 2000s. But once I hit... Once you grew up, you stopped paying attention to Pokemon. I think once I hit like eighth grade. (laughs) No. Yeah, eighth grade. I still have Pokemon cards. When I was in like sixth grade, somebody stole my holographic clefairy and i punched a hole in the wall <laughs> oh my god i actually have um i think my dad still has it in a bunch of my old shit he has a binder of all my pokemon cards and i have the holographic mew and mewtwo nice and they're the they're the japanese they're not written in english so mm-hmm. and god knows of the validity of those fucking things it could be stickers, oh, right too dumb to look <laughs> so i've got another question you did the Mortal Kombat trivia thing recently, and you yes. know tons and tons and tons about Mortal Kombat. What's your favorite piece of like unknown information about the Mortal Kombat universe? Like, oh, this person, I don't know. What's what's kind of a cool piece of trivia? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> we got to play that trivia too. It'll be a quick little. Yeah, thing, it's but... it's only twenty five questions. I mean, it it, it'll it goes take, quick like, so. five ten minutes. Um most interesting fact or interesting whatever um and this i mean this is a question in in the trivia is how many people it took and how long it took to make the very first mortal kombat game i was like holy shit 
I was stunned with how just how little they had and how little they they had to work with. Um, so I'm thinking that it's a huge amount, but I'm guessing what you just said, it was a very few amount of people. Very minimal, minimal amount of people and very minimal time because they wanted to make this so bad. And another trivia question that's in there is, um, I mean, I definitely won't give the answer right now, but one of the trivia questions was Mortal Kombat, a big reason and the creation of the, of the rating system for video games. Oh, I think I've heard that. It's very true. Um, because before Mortal Kombat, I mean, you had like pixels floating around on the screen. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with, we did have an Atari. We did have a Commodore 64. We had a Sega and Sega was like the end all be all. Holy shit. Look at these graphics (laughs) when it first came out. Right. And nowadays, I mean, Jesus Christ, you could see their fucking beard grow as they fight. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can see individual pores and everything. Trying to get the guys in the network to come play this trivia with us. I think that'd be fun. I I would definitely like that. Um, Another piece of just like random shit knowledge. Um, I mean, it's it's totally pointless knowledge to have in life. Um, Would definitely be one of my all-time favorite movies which again is another question in the trivia one of my all-time hands-down favorite movies it was meant to be like a sci-fi kung fu horror but with how much of a cult following this movie got and how big it's just blown up in pop culture even to this day that this was the inspiration for mortal Kombat. um I mean, once you guys actually, once, once we actually do the quiz, uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be like, holy shit, that's really what inspired this game. And yeah, it is the biggest, one of the absolute biggest parts that made them want to make this game. I think I remember that. I'm going to try to not participate as hard in this trivia because yeah. <laughs> oh no you totally can't because like i said i did I you change it around a little bit a little bit i mean okay. we went from 16 questions to 25 okay so and there are some like who the fuck would know that in there <laughs> right and my wife's like do you really need to ask that i'm like he told me to beef it up so i'm gonna give some of the dumbest shit i can think of i wonder if uh I wonder if I put a message out on Twitter if anyone would respond in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it might. I mean, I've, I've been wanting to... If I was able to start a podcast on my own, I would definitely do that because this is... It's just fun just to be able to, you know, nerd out and... Right. Nerd out about something you you love. Find some people that have the same interest and... Yeah. I mean with the amount of monitors that I see and the amount of time and effort that you and Josh definitely put in, I'm like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I do a lot of my art and that's my thing. I would love to be well known, but 
every artist that's well known is already fucking dead yeah um, and yeah and i kind of famous after i feel like this is kind of my creative outlet other than this it's just yeah. work and watching tv shows and boring crap so this is an I artistic mean, I definitely outlet. Do the same thing and I, I i definitely love this but i mean outside of outside of my art i mean I I never consider myself a mechanic because mechanics get paid to work on other people's shit. For me, I I love the term black thumb from Mad Max <laughs> right. because you're working on your own shit. So, I mean, I've got two hot rods that sit in my backyard that hopefully will have both of them going by the summer. And I try to take on as many hobbies that I possibly can. Like, I've done leather work. I've done you know, costume design, FX makeup, worked for haunted houses previously, done stupid shit. And there's still more shit that I want to get into that I absolutely have no time for. Yeah, there's, I, I feel that. I feel that for sure. I have to stop myself sometimes from doing things. I, I want to build miniatures. I get these ideas. I'm like, I want to do this. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no. Uh, uh-uh. I want to do down. miniatures. <laughs> okay like when when i go to hobby lobby like when i was looking for the bits and pieces i need to make those trophies oh i went to hobby lobby and the base of the trophy was in the miniature section i'm like oh there's a tiny gumball machine (laughs) there's tiny mail and packages look at these little pots and pans (laughs) this is perfect i totally want to make like a miniature house but it's being overrun by zombies That'd be cool. Like, that's totally my twist is take something that people, oh, let's make miniatures. Oh, look at the loving family. And I'm like, let's see that loving family being mauled to death by zombies. Right. (laughs) I would love to make miniatures of just the dumbest shit possible. Like, (gasps) he's gone. Like my buddy Josh, or not Josh, sorry, this one. Uh, My buddy Colin, uh, he does the whole drift events with RC cars. And oh, there's so cool. many people who make miniatures of like, you know, little bodegas and little corner stores that are covered in graffiti. And they make these like phenomenal, phenomenal miniatures. I'm like, I want to do that too, but with horror movies. Where were we at on the movies? What would you like, what would you rank this movie out of 10? Let's go out of, out of 10. Uh, 10 what? Uh, 10 severed limbs. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Out ten of ten severed daggers. limbs. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I would give it nine sli- nine severed limbs out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. They did phenomenal. The storyline was good. The action was the action was tits up. If I can, you know, <laughs> uh, the action was great. Um, the characters looked like how they should, and I just I think that finally we have a true you know just a a total grand version of mortal Kombat that we can finally just watch instead of playing and not focus on how it looks what would uh i guess so i I would rate it a nine as well what about you ricky i'm probably gonna go seven i'm not quite as deep into the fandom yeah (laughs) well that's, that's fine the the action was amazing and that's really yeah. what they were going for. Uh, I thought some of the backstory, some of the dialogue, et cetera, was a little low. But what they were really going for was the combat and the action. And I think they did really, really good with that. 
That's yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of why I'm leaning towards the, the nine out of ten. Is like the dialogue. It's I mean, it I don't, unless you're making like Saving Private Ryan or something that is just this. It has to be in depth. I mean, it's it's a fucking fantasy movie. Yeah, your dialogue's not going to be like I fought through the battles of D Day. You're not going to get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's all based on fiction so it's like you know let's have fun with it and it totally still kind of has that the dialogue is definitely like a like a little bit of a b flick kind of flavor and they had so many like tips of the hat to the 1995 movie in this Mm -hmm. um who would who is your favorite character from this cast of characters like if like if you had to choose one to play you know, if you had to choose one of these characters to play as on, on the game, who would you have picked? Oh, Scorpion. All the time. Uh, Scorpion and Noob Cybot, which obviously wasn't in the movie yet. I mean, he was kind of there. Kind of. Um, my all-time characters to play as are, let's say, MK11 cast. Uh, Mortal. Uh, uh, I'm just talking about the movie. I was just talking oh. like strictly from the movie. Like, who was your favorite? Scorpion. Okay. okay. Period. Yeah, Scorpion's nice. my ride or die all the time. Ride or die. What about you? Like, lo- he was your favorite character. I loved Kano. Like <laughs> I could kind of, I saw a lot of his storyline coming really early. Like I was yeah. immediately like, okay, well he's gonna be a bad guy, no question Always. there. I'm pretty sure Sonya is going to kill him to take his mark. So I had, so I kind of pegged his character a little bit early, but I was still wildly entertained by him. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, his shit talking was top-notch and yeah, yeah i would i would agree with you on that he was he was my my favorite character for sure and yeah. i mean of course he he died but that just means we get new comic relief in the sequel mm-hmm. so oh yeah i mean but it's the same thing like sonya killed him in 1995 yeah as well yeah a little but bit josh but the i mean the kano back then i mean he's a great kano yeah he was funny he josh was... lawson what's what else is he in yeah josh lawson for this movie, Josh Lawson was really good as Kano, um, but the original Kano from 1995 just as good, just as awesome. I don't think they changed a goddamn thing for how Kano is. He's the exact same, just a different person playing him. I heard Kano was originally supposed to be British, but the guy in the movie in 1995 fucked up the accent and went Australian <laughs> and just rolled with it. I thought the original dude was Australian. Because I, that was, I thought I don't that know, was always Kano's backstory was he was from. I don't know, man. He was always from Earthrealm. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't. I, I didn't, thought he was Australian in the original. I don't, I don't that know. Might you would know more that might be a tidbit. I don't me. know. <laughs> that might be a tidbit of, of Mortal Kombat lore that I don't even know. Um, I, I just I I thought I heard that the original Kano. Um, I don't think I could see Kano as British. I don't know if I can right see now. anybody British being in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, no. I think they're they're too polite. Look at that. Yeah. Kano wasn't always Australian, but the original 1995 movie served oh, the late Trevor, Trevor Goddard, Goddard who died. chewed the scenery with his vulgar Australian portrayal and the game's retcon the character to be Australian. I'm fine with that. I mean, uh, an Australian Kano is definitely... Yeah. I don't... Hey, that's I don't cool. think I could see him any other I way. Knew, I knew something you didn't. <laughs> that yeah. Make him another trophy. <laughs> no, goddammit. That, go that trophy was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Did you see? I have it sitting over there all on display on my interview yep. table. <laughs> I do like that. Um, all right. Speaking of trivia, let's get to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so want to start that up. Ricky, if you just go to Kahoot.it, you could actually just do it on your phone. Yeah. And I'll uh, yeah. well, I'll have of... this right here. See, that's what's awesome is you don't actually have to be in the same room to do that shit. You can be right fucking right. How far are you from us, Ricky? He's in Loveland. Yeah. Not Jesus an Christ. Not an hour away. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that's where I'm from, man. I'm from northern Colorado, so all oh. my, a lot of my friends are out there. Nice. Yeah. I do like Loveland. I mean, Loveland's, yeah. oh, it's pretty. It's it's all right. Well, <laughs> yeah, but see, you're from Loveland. I'm from this shitty from city. Inglewood. <laughs> I love this city because of how just, I mean. How grungy it is. Yes. I mean, Englewood is so known for its civic pride. And, I mean, I would not wish to have been raised and born in such a city who, that's been such a badass right period and um we legalized weed so we win well, colorado <laughs> not just England. uh you um, cannot buy it in loveland though it no is you still... can't what yeah nope i i did country back in the day that's just county code isn't it? yeah exactly yes. are you able to buy it out of out of loveland and come oh, back mm -hmm. with it yeah, oh, yeah i yeah. can go like oh. three miles down to berthed and yeah it's there. I had okay. my medical card when uh, Loveland had medical shops, and I, I bought it in Loveland when they sold it. Do but they not have medical shops anymore? When it went recreational, they cut everything out. So when it went recre recreational, they were just like, yeah, like, yeah no you weed. can't buy weed at all. Never mind. And they just closed all of the medical shops. But you can still go down so. to like Englewood, Denver, wherever the yeah, hell you, you want. Yeah, you can go to Fort and Collins and get some. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? See, yeah. my goal is to move out of the city and go to the mountains. And just live in the mountains because I love quiet. I love solidarity. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I drive up to Aspen once a week. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. We usually go up. I mean, we're usually up in the mountains at least three, four times a month. Going to Breckenridge, going to, you know, Estes Park, Loveland, wherever the, you know, I mean, Wherever we want to go, wherever we can go. Our last, the last place we were up, we were just in the uh, the San Isabel Mountains, um, about twenty minutes, twenty minutes north of Pikes Peak, mm -hmm. and we did a Jeep trail with about seven other Jeeps. Uh, that Jeep trail took us seven and a half hours to do. I mean, we were up there for seven and a half hours just driving into absolute yeah. nothingness, and it was fantastic. And the part that scared the shit out of us was going down a 65-degree cliff mm -hmm. in my non-lifted Jeep. Don't judge me. The Jeep <laughs> is getting a lift kit. I'm not but... judging <laughs> Yeah, don't judge me. We scraped. There's a chunk missing out of my frame. That's fine. It's a Jeep thing. Who gives a shit? Um. And if you're not going to have a fun in a Jeep, why the fuck do you own one? I don't even need the first part of that statement. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm, I think Jesse's going to join us. How long, how long can you set? Like when you start? All right. <laughs> Double points on question one already. Damn. Oh, why? Uh, oh, shit. Why did the creators make Shang Tsung a shapeshifter? Limited memory. It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> 
Why can't we see that on here? I don't know. Oh, because it's mine's the host. My laptop's the host. I hang on. God, I, I thought this was gonna be a little different. Sign out of this really quick. I'm gonna have you sign on to Kahoot. Yeah, right I already here. got double points though. Uh, could you read it? You couldn't read it though, could you? No, but it was a 50-50 chance. <laughs> Do you want me to Nah get out of here really quick? Get okay, out of here really quick. Okay, okay. Sorry again for this. A giant bag of dicks. Who knows? Hey man, you never know. Okay, so let's see where are we at here. So we're now we're here. Jesse we have been silently he's... joined by Jesse, by the Jesse, host of yes. Sudden there but Inevitable. Oh, hands over here. There you go. <laughs> um, and we're gonna go to this family phone quiz. Yep. And then it is filled with. Um... We're gonna do play, right? Yep. It is filled with fantasticness. He's like, I hate all of you. What's yeah. I mean, what's what's the name he has on there? Now Ricky's Northrax. Okay. And I'm obviously Vader Spanker because you know that's how I live my that's life. That's how it was yesterday. <laughs> so are you Team Dark Side or Team Light or whatever the hell? Hey. There's there Dark Side and what? Dark Side and Light Side. Is it seriously just called the Light Side? Yep. All right. So we are gonna have to read the questions for Jesse. Um, for the answers, it's gonna be left to right, top to bottom. Just to let you know, if if we uh, if you're just looking at the squares and the colors, I'll be going left, right, and then down to the second row, left, right. You know, left, right, top to bottom. So, yep. Okay. All right. We're gonna start this now. Here we go. First question. You read or I read? Go for it. Who was the original Sub Zero? Hanzo Hasashi. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bihan, or John Tobias? Bihan, everybody seemed to Everybody got Bihan. it wrong. That, yeah. <laughs> 100% wrong. No, you're all correct. Everybody sucks. All right, next. Nobody got any points. <laughs> Ow. All right, yeah. I got to snap. Next, okay. A tremor only appeared in which of these games? Oh, geez. Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat versus DC, Mortal Kombat Special Forces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the only reason I know that is because of last night. <laughs> <laughs> the questions are randomized, so hopefully it'll throw Josh. I just closed my eyes and picked with that one. Just picked one? All right. Mm -hmm. That's, That's cool. usually what my Friday night is. Uh, aside from Shang Tsung, who else can consume souls? Quan Chi, Shang, Shao Kahn, Cabal, Raiden. Oh, shit. I just, I dropped out. Oh, I dropped God. out. That seems to happen so often. I mean, Caboodle's good. I was going to get that one wrong anyway. I was going to pick Cabal again, like a dummy. I was like, you answered it. Didn't, uh. Did you answer it right? I answered it wrong yesterday. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Next question. Here we go. Which sorry, which of the cyborgs is still barely human? Sector, smoke, Cyrax, BB eight. <laughs> I added the BB eight strictly because I knew that we were gonna do a podcast. So I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm putting a Star Wars thing. Who got it right? Oh, me and Ricky. Uh, you and Ricky, yep. All right. Next question. 
is going to be double points on this one. Which character is not originally from Earthrealm? Bo Raicho, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, or Cabal? Oh, Everybody shit. got it right. Everyone it got it right. Bo Raicho. Cool. Next. Here we Fun go. Fun fact, he can only train Earthrealmers. He cannot compete in the Mortal Kombat as an Earthrealmer because he is originally from Outworld or the Netherrealm. Interesting. All right. Next question. Here we go. Six of 25. Who actually killed Scorpion's family and the Shirai Ryu clan? Shirai Ryu clan. Quan Chi, Brendan Fraser, the Lin Kuei, or the Black Dragon clan? <laughs> oh, jeez. The only reason I added Brendan Fraser is because he had to kill the Scorpion King. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I just fucked that up. Quan Chi. Oh, man. Which is the bald white guy. Oh, it was Quan Chi. Okay. Okay. Mm, and see, right I was going to say the Lin Quake clan again. No. See, I would have answered the wrong thing again. We even just talked about that. Uh, what is Scorpion's real name when he was still alive? Ricky Tan, Kane Kerbasi, Ando Arai, or Hanzo Hasashi? Okay. We did just watch the movie. Oh. Everyone should get that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Jesse didn't see it. Sorry. But everyone did get it right. Excellent. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Ricky's catching up. Okay. Ricky Next Kane. question. Here we go. It's going to be double points. What were Cyrax and Sector called before they were officially named Razor and Slash, Wendell and Grendel, <laughs> Ketchup and Mustard, Blood and Acid? I mean, this one should be obvious. Oh, two for Razor and Slash. It was actually Ketchup and Mustard. I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have played this. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's it's 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 fine. Yeah. Um. All right. Next question. Here we go. How many playable characters are in Mortal Kombat trilogy? Thirty, thirty-three, thirty-two, thirty-one. Okay. Thirty-three. Everybody was wrong. Everybody got it wrong. <laughs> I don't remember these things. I'm bad. I don't I'm remember what this. I had for breakfast. It's okay. All right. <laughs> Next question. Here we go. Who are the two creators of Mortal Kombat? John Tobias and Ed Boone. Aaron Boone and Mike Tobias. Alex Boone and Jim Tobias. Aaron Tobias and John Boone. Two people got that right. All right. I misspelled John. Oh, Jesse's taking second. Oh. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> All right, next question. Here we go. Double points. Double points. Who was a hidden character you could fight in Mortal Kombat 1? Goro, Noob Saibot, Smoke, Reptile. Oh, that's another fuck up because the Dead Forest yes. wasn't even included until oh, MK2. I got that one wrong again. You can all beat it. For the Dead Forest wasn't even included until MK2. Oh, so it was a terrible nice. picture to use. Wow. See? Look at that. <laughs> and Ricky retakes second. Here we go. Next question. This is more fun than the Super Bowl. Who did Liu Kang defeat to become champion of Mortal Kombat 1? We actually just talked about this. Goro, Onaga, Shang Tsung, Shao Kahn. Two got it correct with Goro. Oh, man. Yeah. See, if you listen to the podcast Best Flicks with Ricky D and Co., then you we would have known that Jesse has obviously not. He didn't watch the movie yet, so we didn't want to get into the episode because of the spoilers. So 
So yeah. he's just kind of joining, and it's it's okay, it's okay. But we're gonna go Which on to the next question. I didn't say much. I, yeah, yeah. I just said we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. Well, since you've already done this, I think we should cut oh. your score in half. I will. Don't Who eventually worry. became Noob Saiba after his torture and death in the Nether Realm? Blaze, Bihan, Jerick, or Mataro? And yeah, you can absolutely cut my score in half because again. <laughs> oh, did I? I didn't even hit it in time. Ah, snap okay jesse's got more than half your score he does he does okay next question here we go who gave sub-zero his scar scorpion striker kung lao Liu kang oh man two out of the three here we go hmm Ricky coming up pretty close. He's still got half my score, Jesse does, so it's okay. okay. All right, next question. Here we go. Almost there. True or false for double points? Mortal Kombat is a big reason the ESRB rating system was born. And everyone got that one, right? Yep, 100%. So now in the lead is, well, still you. I guess it'd be. I'm gonna just take me out of this. In the re- in yeah. the lead right now is Ricky with 7,564. Second place, Jesse with 5,465. I know that was a weird way to say that. 5,465 points. <laughs> what did you say? 5,465. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Whose fatality is ripping the heart out of his opponent? Kano, Liu Kang, Pennywise, Alex Trebek. <laughs> Figured have a, have a few jokes. Obviously, it's Alex. Who the Trebek. hell picked Alex Trebek? Me, duh. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, isn't it Alec Trebek? Is it or Alex? is it Alex? No, I think it's Alex Trebek. I think it is Alex. Yeah. Um, man. Northrax has a hot streak. Ooh! All right, Northrax. Next question. Here we go. Double points. Who is this? Oh man, sorry, Jesse. If you can't see the picture, um, just guess blue. Batman, Irma, Shang Tsung, <laughs> Alex Trebek. Second Alex Trebek question. Yeah. Yeah, we both screwed it up. <laughs> Nobody got it right. <laughs> totally Alex Trebek. I, I forgot there was that one picture question. Yeah, All right. I forgot about that one. Next question. 18 out of 25. We're almost there for double points. Besides taking six months to name, what names were considered before landing on Mortal Kombat? Kumite Fatality, Dragon Attack, Death Blow, all of the above. What? It wouldn't let me do multiples. <laughs> yes, all of the above. Yeah. When in doubt, always pick all of the above. Yeah. And yeah. Ricky takes the lead. It wouldn't let me do the multiples without paying money. And I was like, that's that's a sex shit. So. Next question. Here we go. It took blank people blank months to create the original game. Eight people, 16 months. 25 people, four months. Four people, 10 months. 12 people, six months. Holy shit. Oh. It was actually four people in 10 months. To I was trying to click that. game. I hit green on accident. I picked up my phone and hit blue. It was, <laughs> it was the two main creators, one animator. And the sound guy, I believe. Oh, man. Jesse has a chance to come back. Here we go. Next question. Uh, What movie was a huge inspiration for the Mortal Kombat game? 
Blood Sport, Big Trouble in Little China, The Karate Kid. What? Oh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> like, uh, like I was saying earlier in the podcast, one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, you've got Kurt Russell, you've got James Hong. I don't remember that. <laughs> what the fuck? See, I see. I, I how can I remember this quiz? I don't even remember what we talked about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, Shang Tsung was inspired by David Lopan. The Three oh. Storms were Raiden. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Next question: True or false? Ed Boon was the initial voice of several characters. Blue, true. Red, false. Man, I've been booted. So again, yeah. Yay! And so I was the only one that got it wrong, so great. <laughs> he is actually... Ricky, the, with a commanding lead. He is the iconic Scorpion with the original Get Over Here. Oh, interesting. And and... I wanted to ask, did we get a whoopsies in this Mortal Kombat? Did we hear a whoopsies at all No. in the latest movie? I thought we did. I thought it was a Kano line. Whoopsies. I don't, oh, I don't remember he might that. have, yeah. Which oh. would be a... a think that was a dan fogel reference okay which was one of the original sound guys all right all right next question here we go it's actually toasty for double points uh why did the creators make shang Tsung a shapeshifter it seemed like a good idea limited memory <laughs> yes it was limited memory because uh they they just didn't have enough room so yeah, they that may, makes sense. Be able to transform into other characters. That makes sense. Just an easier thing to do, I guess. Yeah. All right. Next question. We are very, very close. True or false? Jade started out as a hidden character. Blue, true. Red, false. Uh, wasn't that? Yeah, wasn't that Mortal Kombat two? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for yawning. That does not make for good content. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Ooh. Okay, it, it all comes down to this. Two questions left. Here we go. Besides fatalities, what other finishers were used? Babalities, animalities, brutalities, all of the above. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, of course. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't get that right. What are you still doing here? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, it literally comes down to this last, last question. Yep. Between Northrax and JB SBI, also known as Jesse, the host of the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch podcast, also known as the upcoming Sudden But Inevitable Rebop. <laughs> Spoiler. Speaking of like <laughs> some of my favorites, have you watched the like Cinemasker Cinemasker yes, Angry Video Game? I love game that there? guy. Oh, yeah. I love that He's guy. He's so awesome. All right. Next question. Final question for all the marbles. Here we go. We are looking at double points on this one. Who is Johnny Cage a spoof of? Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, David Carradine. Oh, wow. Reconnect. Thank you. Yep. And oh, we all got it right. He is a spoof of Jean-Claude Van Damme. They actually had Jean-Claude Van Damme come in, and because they it was either a time or a money thing, they couldn't use him, so they made a spoof of him. Okay. Interesting. And uh, wasn't he slated to play Johnny Cage in the original movie? And then he, uh, I think he so. signed on for was... Street Fighter. Yeah, I think so. And then he definitely signed on for Street Fighter, which yeah. was also another great B flick of the 90s. And having Raul Julia as uh, M. Bison 
was pretty fucking rad. Nice. I mean, I don't think anybody else could have played him. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of the quiz. In first place, we have Ricky with 15,774. Second place, we have Jesse with 14,944. 13 out of 25 questions. All of us answered 13 out of 25 questions. Um, But depending on who got there first when answering the questions is what made that give you the extra points yeah i've always had very fast fingers yeah and unfortunately for jesse this was a a weird time because he couldn't actually see the screen he had to listen to us yeah and trust that we were going to be fast enough where ricky had the advantage of seeing the screen so we're gonna have to do this again someday when everyone is available to play through it and and maybe we'll make a tma quiz out of this out of kahoot I like this little system. Which TMA here. host has the largest feet? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't consider probably Kylie. My, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm not a host. I'm a guest, so that doesn't count. No, I have no idea. But uh, for the YouTubes, thanks for watching this little quiz. All right, and for anything else, I think we're pretty much good on this interview, right? Yeah, and Jesse, so. you're good. Thanks for coming in on this. Yeah, it was it was, awesome. it was great to see you. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow for our fucking epic, epic day. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, I'm so glad I've you're heard not gonna. It. It's awesome. I'm so glad you're not gonna hear uh, the the TMA interview with Aaron until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, look, dude, I couldn't help myself. All right, it just had to happen. And then we were talking about it, and it's it's fine. It's fine. It's pretty epic. It was like the first <laughs> things out of his mouth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> cut. He's cutting me. He's cutting me from everything. That's cut, fine. Yeah, cut the line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, thanks again for like at least trying to do the trivia with us. It's it was thank you very Greatly much. appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Ricky, if there was anything else that you wanted to do for the show, we can do. I it don't now, think so. Or I think uh, we can. Pretty much just edit it down from here and put a good, put a good episode together. So, yeah, I think that sounds good. I'm gonna just stop this broadcast here, stop recording. <laughs>